And this is what we're into. This is a date night podcast where two 30-something-year-olds talk about things they like and how we spend our very limited free time. Uh, Mostly how we spend our very limited free time together. Of course. Yeah. Uh, This is not a history podcast in case... You found this in your podcast feed, and like, oh, I wonder, uh, yeah, what's the what the history of uh, uh, over the garden wall is? Yeah, we don't do that here. Uh, we uh, are more of a enthusiast podcast. We are just talking about uh, what we like, why we like it, uh, how it kind of fills those needs from when we were kids. You know what uh, it reminds us of during our formative years. <laughs> And uh, we share this with you so that maybe uh, it reminds you of something that you like and you go check out and, and that sort of thing. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> uh, you know what I'm going to do while we're recording? I'm going to quickly post on Twitter that we are recording. Okay, so up. our topic will be Yu-Gi-Oh! Yu-Gi-Oh! <laughs> I'm sure I'll be able to find the uh, Yu-Gi-Oh theme. Yeah. The Yu-Gi-Oh theme. Even the American version was a banger. Yeah, so it was. Uh, all right, let us get into. Well, first, you didn't. You didn't get into Yu-Gi-Oh until I turned into. I, I reverted to my 16-year-old weeb days mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. got you into it. Exactly. Does this? But you've done. You never did any collectible card games or trading card games. No. Did you do any, like, no, tabletop I, games that no. aren't, like, similar? No? No. At all? No. Like, even, like, in the Pokemon episodes when we talked about that stuff, I never... Until... I, I mean, until I got a little older, and I mean, I think that's the biggest thing is, like, collecting stuff was not really... I wouldn't something I was not allowed to do. It was just, I don't think... I don't think it was something that was... I was into at the time. Like, yeah. I knew I liked stuff, and I had I knew I wanted to collect stuff. Yeah. Because I was into little knickknacks and things. Mm. But I think that stuff seemed like it was more of a boy thing to do. And I, yeah. I didn't really hear a lot of the girls, like, it's elementary days. Like, yeah. for me, it's my elementary days and, and knowing about the stuff. And then I'm like, yeah, but that's what boys do. And it wasn't, because I didn't see a lot of girls being into it. And none of my girlfriends, when I was living in Ohio, were into it. So no, I, I, feel I like just think it was definitely a boys thing. You're definitely right about Yu-Gi-Oh! Because, like, I'm thinking back on it, and it's like, Magic the Gathering and Yu-Gi-Oh! was definitely more of a boys club when mm-hmm. I was in school and like yep. and stuff like that. But like for Pokemon cards, everybody was doing Pokemon cards when I was in school. So yeah. like that didn't have as big of a of a restriction, a big of a, a gate for like it was it didn't have a gender specific gate, but yeah, thinking of it, Yu-Gi-Oh was definitely something that appealed more to the boys. Yeah, and that's what I mean. Like, most of the card stuff was mostly the dude stuff. I mean, thinking of something I did possibly collect a little bit of, Pogs. 
Pogs, yeah. Pogs, Pogs are... was a fun collectible game. I mean, like, the only problem is, is I didn't buy them myself. It, I had um, one of the guys that, which was a babysitter. My babysitter's <laughs> nephew. Okay. Was he lived across the street from them, and he actually went to my school, and we were in cl- classes together. So he would come over while I was being babysat, and give and you. He would, we would play pogs, okay. but anytime he didn't want anything he didn't like, because he he just had them, he so would he would give pogs, me yeah. stuff. So I had a small little collection of pogs yeah. because he would give me the ones he didn't like. So yeah. even like the slammers and stuff, he's like, I don't want this one. You can have it. So I'm like, okay, cool. Like, I, yeah, obviously I'm going to take it because it's something fun. And it plus it would give him an excuse for me to play with someone. Oh my God, we're going to go buy pogs now. I fucking love pogs. I thought they were the best. So I guess in a sense, it wasn't a card game. It was pogs is what I think I got started. But I didn't have a huge collection. It was just what, I mean, Pokemon even, boys at school would just be like, I don't want this card. You can have it. And I'm like, yeah. thanks so much. Now I have, I have a card. A card. I have Thank a Jigglypuff. Yeah, right? I didn't yeah. know what the fuck any of that shit was. I just thought it was cute. Yeah. But then I just, I held on to it and then it disappeared. Because oh, it was happens. nothing, anything I collected. Yeah. I didn't you, have that you, interest. Yeah. Right? I think that was definitely something that's not like specific to like your experience. Because mm. like, I was not one of the people who could do that. I wasn't one of those people who's like, oh, here's a bunch of extras. Like, I, I have 400 uh, Charmanders, so mm-hmm. I, I can't... I can use a maximum of four in my deck, so yeah. it's not like I need any more of these. Right? But that never happened um, for me, because it was always like, we were not exactly like a super wealthy family, so it's like you have one interest, and then you can you'll get a new theme deck when you're... On your birthday, or you get it like a bunch of booster packs in your stocking at Christmas. Those mm-hmm. sort of things, right? Yeah, so it's of like course. the the collection that you had, you would get by trading, right? Yes. And and making some like good deals, good trades. Like I'll trade you this hollow just so that I can get like three three uh, non hollow rares, right? Yeah. Or I'll trade this rare for like thirty diamonds, right? Yeah. And that was kind of the thing. And it's the same thing with Yu Gi Oh. It's like that was a lot further into my childhood well no a lot further into like my teen years because oh. pokemon you stop doing when when you hit you know 14 because it's like nobody's playing pokemon anymore you gotta play magic the gathering but then i never really got into magic the gathering either mm-hmm. uh and then Yu-Gi-Oh got on tv yeah. and that was like oh shit this is magic the gathering but my speed because it's it's fucking I'm a weeb alright so Yu-Gi-Oh is a Japanese manga series about uh, gaming so all gaming really it's uh, video game there's a ton about video games there's a ton about tabletop games but like the one that people know the most of is the card game Duel Monsters it was written and illustrated by Kazuki Takahashi Uh, it was serialized in Weekly Shonen Jump magazine uh, the plot follows the story of a boy named Yugi Moto who solves the ancient millennium puzzle. Yugi awakens a gambling alter ego within his body that solves his conflicts using games. <laughs> Manga series is way darker than the uh, TV series. Like you read through the the comics and you're like. Did Yugi just straight up kill that guy? Did he murk him? Yeah. <laughs> or uh, Joey's like, Joey beat that guy to death. He's dead now. He 
he killed him and left him in the back of an alley. Um, <laughs> Whoops. So uh, two anime adaptations were produced, one by Toei Animation uh, and then one by Nas and animated by Studio Gallop titled Yu-Gi-Oh! Duel Monsters. The manga series has spawned media franchise with multiple manga, anime, trading card games, bunch of video games. Uh, most of the incarnations of the franchise involve the fictional trading card game known as Duel Monsters, where each player uses cards to, quote, duel each other in mock battle of... Duel. Yeah, sorry, that's right. In mock... Duel. This, uh, in mock battle of fantasy monsters, uh, this forms the basis of the real-life Yu-Gi-Oh! trading card game. As of 2018, Yu-Gi-Oh! is one of the highest-grossing media franchises of all time. Holy F! I, I mean, that. no, that, that tracks for me. <laughs> so, Yu-Gi-Oh! The, in Japanese, stylized the way that it is, actually means King of Games. So, cool! And that's a pun on the protagonist name, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I mean, a lot of the... Okay. So, a lot of the localizations are very dumb and very bad. And also, we lose a lot in translation because uh, the main characters are Yugi and Jonochi. Uh, Jonochi, rather. Uh, which are based around the word Yujo, uh, which translates into friendship. They're, it's like... Every every uh, fan art, every fan artist, every, what's the term for uh, slash fiction, fan fiction about Yu-Gi-Oh? It's like, this was baked into the series. <laughs> it's like, oh no, these guys are fucking, oh they're gonna fuck. Um, so, uh, I mean, there's a lot to get into with the series and stuff, and we'll probably talk about it briefly, mm. but yeah, Yu-Gi-Oh! was one of those things that I mean, it filled the space in my interest, because I was a huge weave. Like, looking back at it now, I'm like I liked X-Men, and I liked Spider-Man and you know, I will play football, but I don't really have an interest in it. Like, yeah. uh, but my... Like, thinking back on it, all of the things that... All of the shows and stuff that I watched was all anime. Mm-hmm. Like, half, most of the comics I, I read were anime, mm-hmm. manga. So, I, I don't know why I was... So hesitant to actually just give yourself that title? To give myself into it. It's like... <laughs> just let, your oh, be, let you be yourself. <laughs> let, let the weave come through. Let the weaves. <laughs> well, I mean, that's... We've talked about it a lot today, actually, but this is kind of like the point of this show is that we're really embracing without any irony the things that we like. And that's why we talk about manga and anime so much and talking about the video games and the weird music that we kind of like. It's nostalgia. With. It's, it's a lot it's, of it's It's nostalgia. basically being able to like, like literally like what we want to like now without being looked at like, oh my gosh, why would you like that? Because... And now we're like, because I'm 30. Well, I mean, like, I recently had, uh, I recently went out, uh, I went out for Halloween. Mm. And when I was on my way to where I was going to the event, um, I had an Uber driver who was 25 years old. And he was talking about, like, when he was growing up, he dressed in, like, 
the Jersey Shore stuff. Like, yeah. he was huge. That was his time when he grew up. He was all about those ridiculous shirts with all the bling and all that stuff. And just, you know, the Ed Hardy crap and, you know, the Jersey Shore look. And yeah. now he's a little bit older and he's like, that's not me anymore. Yeah. But... He still likes the things he likes, even though he's not that person any longer. Like, Show me up. a consistent form of self. Yeah, it's all right? about growth. Yeah. Yeah. And I, we talked about it and I said, that's exactly how I feel. I'd like, I feel like I can like physically like what I want to like now without worrying about how all People the, other, are gonna ki- how the other kids on the playground are going to look at me. Because it's true. When you're in elementary, you grow up thinking, I got to be part of the cool kids. So you try to do everything the cool kids are doing or get into what they're doing. But really... You don't need to do that because... Really, honestly, I just wanted to sit in just, the lunchroom and play Yu-Gi-Oh! Yeah, cards. you just want to be you. I mean, why fight who you are when everyone else is picking fun? But that's the problem, though. Elementary is rough. Yeah. Because they, every kid is like, well, if you're not doing what we're doing, you're a loser. And it's like, well, that's not fair. Because funny thing is, is in like 20 or so years, when I'm like graduated and on my way to you know being successful... All that stuff that I like now is probably going to be super popular. And guess who's going to like it later on? You are. Because <laughs> it's like all these people that grew up not liking comics. Yeah, when and the now it's the most popular yeah, thing being produced. Exactly. Yeah. So it's like you can't hate on people for what they like because you have no idea what you're going to like later on. Yeah, like, you don't know what you're, what's going to strike, strike you. I mean, I bring this up because we do nothing but... <laughs> Like, if we go to Walmart, we beeline straight to the card section <laughs> to look at the Yu-Gi-Oh cards and, and the, the Pokemon, Pokemon cards. Yeah. And uh, recently, I've been really embracing my uh, inner emo. I'm going to get a Linkin Park t-shirt. <laughs> I literally just... I, I was, I, I've just been rediscovering My Chemical Romance. I'm like... I am... I am like three steps away from dyeing my hair black and wearing (laughs) eyeliner again i like this is gonna happen he's going through a phase i'm going through a phase i mean at this point it's like you you distance yourself from from that when you were a teenager because you're like oh i don't want people to think that i'm some sort of weird emo cut myself type person yeah but at the same time it's just like uh, AFI had some bops. <laughs> like, do you do you do you feel like now that we're in our thirties? Do you feel like you're kind of reliving things in a sense? Like you're getting oh, we're a hundred percent. Like you're getting a chance to relive that teenage and that mid the twenties years because like yeah. I feel like I'm getting that chance to be me. Uh, well, like I, I feel like I'm not. I'm on, I'm only thirty two. Yeah, and I feel like I actually have a chance to actually show who I am. Yeah, like, get I get back to into be, things. Yeah. I get to be me. Because, like, I... Growing up with, like, an, the anime and stuff, that, that wasn't... I was, like, finishing high school when yeah. I was into that stuff. So I was just on the cusp of finishing high school. So I was just about... I was in 17 and 18 when I was coming into that. So I was already eking into the 20s. So I'm already still into it. But I think I, sk- I jumped out of it a little bit because yeah. the people I was around wasn't into it. And it's all about the people who you're with... That keep your interest. If yeah. you don't surround yourself with people with the same interest, you start to lose those interests because you're just like, who's going to share it with me? Like I, that's the part of interest is mm-hmm. sharing with other people. It's having. It's like we, we did last night, sitting on the couch talking about Taz. Yeah. How fun was that? that we, was great. we we <laughs> we talked for like an hour and a half about yeah. uh, the Adventure Zone mm-hmm. uh, and things that. You know, we liked about it and what we're expecting from it. It's that might actually maybe we'll do a, a episode. bonus episode or something about that. Yeah. But I mean, same thing with Yu Gi Oh! It's coming back and being like, 
Oh, I, I, I do wo- genuinely I, like yeah, it. Yeah, I don't have to sit and worry about what all the cool kids are doing because I'm not a cool... I don't have to be a cool I, kid. I'm not I a cool kid. A cool I, kid I, I, I decide I'm yeah. the coolest person in this house. Exactly. So I'm the cool kid if I want to be the cool kid. We're the kid. prom queen of this building. Exactly. So uh, who's to yeah. say what's wrong and what's right anymore because everything you like is what you want to like. I know. Right? Um, I Like, just on that, I do feel like... We are 30, and you mentioned that we're, like, everyone's regressing and having their teenage years right now. A lot of our friends are having this sort of, this same self-awakening of, like, oh, I like this thing. It's basically, like, if you're in your 30s at this point, you've probably experienced this. It's like, oh, I didn't really get to have a teenage year. I didn't really get to have, like, the teenage experience. I didn't really get to have, like, the college getting into trouble experience. And, like, I kind of did as well. But it's, like, I didn't really get to fully express myself. And now that it's, like, you know, I'm I'm 30. I have my own money. I'm going to go buy Yu-Gi-Oh cards. I'm going to go buy what I want. What makes me happy? I'm going to... Get the the uh, the jacket from the Black Parade. <laughs> I'm gonna do the whole thing. I want it. As long as my rent and my bills are paid, yeah. it's all good. And as long as I don't have to answer the question, I'm fine. You're you don't have to worry about me every every week. Then it's, I'm sure it's okay. Uh, okay, let's uh, let's get back to the Yu-Gi-Oh thing because I think we that we digressed enough on this one. Uh, so in. Yu-Gi-Oh! Uh, I did watch the cartoon. I watched up t- until uh, the end of the Battle City uh, arc. So the the two main arcs uh, of Yu-Gi-Oh! was Duelist Kingdom and then Battle City. And then, like, I didn't get all the way through Battle City for various reasons, but it was mostly because that was started coming out when I was dipping off of... Yu-Gi-Oh! Mm-hmm. Just in general, like, there was way cooler comics and anime that were out there, you know? It's like, Yu-Gi-Oh!'s for a kid's anime. You want to watch Berserk. And yeah. I'm like, I so don't, yeah, but no. okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, but, uh, so, like, basically, the, the two, like, what is generally considered, like, the two most important arcs which establishes the world were... Uh, Duelist Kingdom and Battle City, which were two big tournaments, and we got it more. We we got to understand more of the Millennium items and the mysticism, and that's like involved in what created the whole series. Yeah. Um, but uh, primarily, it is dual monsters, and the same thing with the comics. Dual monsters was uh, in like ch- uh, the third or fourth book uh and they kind of like pops up now and again through the series but uh from chapter 60 which is volume 7 of the like full book volumes and onwards the most common game that appears as a plot device was dual monsters uh formerly known as magic and wizards which i do remember it's like the first time you meet kaiva he is referring to it as magic and wizards so uh and that's also what brings us through the Duelist Kingdom and Battle City tournament arcs, uh, receiving elevated plot relevance in the latter arc. Uh, other games still appear during uh, the DDD and Memory World portions of the manga, and gaming in general is often referred to. Uh, the modern card game being a recent fan in Japan, imported from the United States within the original story, which is 
also explains Pegasus being so flamboyant and weird. It's like, yeah, he's American, and we're the button-up society of Japan in this series. Yeah, so, but I like, like Pegasus. Pegasus is <laughs> probably one of the best characters. I think he's amazing. <laughs> uh, and that's pretty much what this whole thing is. Uh, in the anime and in the comic, I mean... It's later into, like, the introduction of the card game in that, where they start doing... Uh, Dual Monsters is played using a holographic image system created by Seto Kaiba. Uh, following his first Shadow game with Yugi, Shadow games being, like, uh, games that you play that have, like, significant consequences. They're, like created by magic and if you lose you die or you go insane yeah, you or your soul. <laughs> yeah those sort of things uh and so he played uh dual monsters with kaiba in the original thing and it's, it's like uh he played it as a uh shadow game to like get an edge on kaiba and then kaiba's like all right motherfucker magic ain't shit when you have technology and millions of dollars and so he built like uh the holographic thing to like to counter torture Yugi. It's it, like the comics are fucking dark, guys. Um, <laughs> it's pretty rough. Uh, so, um, in the they were initially performed on tables called dual boxes, which are they're just like phone booths that project inwards. But then in the comic series, it's like this giant arena thing that holographically projects giant monsters in front of you and then it goes crazy with the dual discs where you spin them like a top and it like projects the cards in front of you and then in battle city they've got these armband things that that's like the imagery that most people associate is they've got these gauntlet things with the like cards the card like a table that's attached to your arm it's <laughs> Anime's weird, guys. Like, explaining this out loud, I'm just like, this was a fucking stupid show. Holy shit. Um, but I love it so much. Um, so the portable dual discs uh, invented by Seto Kaiba, president of Kaiba Card. Fucking seriously, this is... This show is wild. Um, but let's... Um, so I was trying to find a game to play. We recently got like iPads and Kamala plays a lot of iPad games. Like she plays her Animal Crossing and stuff. But for the iPad for me, I didn't really like the touchscreen like gameplay element. So I'm like, I want something that's turn-based. I want something that's, you know, very specific, has, like, a, a singular set of rules that I can play on. I was looking for card games. I was playing Hearthstone for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I kind of lost interest pretty quickly on it's that. It's very frustrating. It's very frustrating, and it's also, like, I don't genuinely understand, like, the mechanics or the rules or anything, and I have no interest in playing against other people. I just want to play against the computer. Yeah. So a lot of it, it comes down to, like, I wanted something turn-based, something strategy, something with a consistent set, a series of rules, something that I can I don't have to play against others unless I feel like I'm in that mood. Um, we do play Pokemon cards, and we downloaded that app for the iPad as well for yeah. us to play against each other, but that is, again, one of those things that you play against each other. And then the mood struck me, I'm like, 
I'm pretty sure there's a Yu-Gi-Oh game, a Yu-Gi-Oh game on the iPad. I'm going to go find that. And then we I discovered Duel Links and started playing that consistently. I played it for like 2 weeks solid before yeah. I'm like, "Kayla, you have to play this. I don't know that you're going to have like a genuine interest in it, but I kind of want to share this with you cuz I still have my old Yu-Gi-Oh cards." Yeah. I think this would be a good introduction for you to understand the game and see if you want to do it. And then... I got hooked. (laughs) (laughs) It's so bad. It's bad. So Duel Links uh, starts with, like, the original characters from the game. Mm -hmm. You get introduced to... You got your Yugi and your Kaiba. uh, Kaiba boy. Kaiba boy. And then over time you unlock other characters. It is pretty microtransaction-y. It's like pretty microtransaction heavy. Yeah. Um, but I personally haven't I have had no money. I've put no money into it, and I haven't had a real itch to put money mm-hmm. into it because of the amount of like for the free currency. Mm-hmm. Like it's divided into multiple different types of currency. Of course, it is the premium currency being gems, but you don't buy gem like I, I looked at the microtransactions you don't actually buy gems you just buy the cards oh like and then they that. give you the gems as like a bonus so like oh. you 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 put like five bucks in for you know a, a, a pack a booster box or something yeah. like that you put that and get a shit ton of cards uh and then like you or you be like uh Give me ten bucks instead, and you'll get a bunch of these cards plus a bunch of the gems which you use to buy the cards. So, like, I you don't actually buy the premium currency; you just earn the premium currency over the course of playing it, which is really good. Actually, I think like the structure of it is so good to the point where I'm like, you know, I haven't had a point where I've run out of the premium currency Mm -hmm. that like has enticed me to uh, put real money in. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I'm like, I don't think I'd feel bad about spending money on the game at this point because the frequency that it just gives me free shit. Mm-hmm. Like, it does. I, yeah. There's a lot to it. I mean, there's always a ton of different events going on. Yes, there's like two or three events going on just at concurrently. Once, yeah. yeah, and in, in during those events, like, if there's so many different goals, like... Let's just say, for an example, there's this one that's kind of like a dungeon or whatever. Oh, yeah. And so you... Little dungeon crawler animation you, thing. Yeah, yeah, so all you do is just play the a card duel. Game. You yeah. play the You play the duel with uh, with one of the uh, PCs, right? And when you win, you get all these bonuses for doing all the stuff, and then it adds it up, and then... So you get the bonuses on top of already playing. Yeah. Plus you get bonuses for this little event that's going on. So you see like a little Yugi with like a little armor suit and he's like wiggling. <laughs> going down, through like, a maze. Zigzagging yeah. down a maze. And then there's like each dungeon has something in it and you can get stuff as you go. And the further you go down, you get different gyms. More and rare stuff. Yeah. All the stuff to actually put towards buying cards. So you got like the card trader and yeah. that gets specific currency. And then, you know, the vet has his own special currency. And so it, it does like when you're looking at it from the outside, it does look like, Oh, this is a microtransaction. This is a shake you down for money. But honestly... I haven't had any problems. I have a shitload of cards. Yeah. Like, I have a shitload. And yeah. every time you play an event, you get new cards. Yeah. And... They're constantly <laughs> releasing the cards that exist in the real world yeah. as well. A big... Uh, I, I feel like it is pretty ripe to 
Like, if you're the type of person who gets drawn in by microtransactions, if you have a, a spending issue, this is definitely not something that you want mm-hmm. to go into. But in terms of somebody who, like, does not struggle with those spending uh, urges, it's, I think it's totally fine. I feel like it's very... I don't feel like I have to put any money into no, it. No, I, like, I feel like I'm, I'm there's, fine with it. And the, thing, the nice thing is, is, like... Some of the events come back. Yeah. Like, they repeat they loop themselves. Around, yeah. they, they loop back around so that you have that opportunity to get that special card that you may have not gotten. Yeah. And it's so easy to just make fast, fast cash. Like, it's so quick Yeah, easy. yeah, you just like, play just, a shit ton of games and then you're like, okay, now the, I have enough to go buy that new the pack There's daily logins. Yeah. There's, like, all kinds of, like... Yeah, just different daily logins and different worlds. Yeah. And there's different cards. Like, you can do the card trader and, like... I think... And, and with the gems, yeah. if you have, like, 500 and you go to one of the things, you can actually click on it and it gives you, like, 10, car- 10, or packs. 10 packs. Yeah. And each pack has... Five cards. Five cards each, yeah. something like that. So if you click that button, you've bought a bajillion different cards. Yeah. It's it's awesome. Like, you can it's make a quick. full deck pretty quick and get some good ones. And... I mean, I usually earn enough gems to buy a set of 10 packs. Yeah. Like, I, I can usually buy a new set of packs every week at the yeah. very least. So yeah, it it's Like, you, you earn them pretty quick. And when you're leveling up your character... Yeah. When you get to a Oh, certain, you unlock a bunch of other You shit. unlock a bunch of cards as well. So when, like, say for Yugi example, you unlock cards after a certain level so let's say at level 10 you unlock a certain card and then level 15 you unlock a level card so it's like every five levels you're unlocking a card that might belong to that character over time so you can use it so again you don't have to put money into it so we are also focusing pretty heavily on like the original series mostly just because i i dropped off before uh the other series so like uh zexel and uh 5d 5d and uh what's the one with Jaden? the dual academy one i can't remember what that is i don't remember yeah um so there's a lot of characters they they have pretty much all of the ones in there uh dual links is specific to this new form of the card game which is speed duels it basically limits the amount of cards you can have in a deck it also limits the amounts of cards you can play on the field at a time so it goes from like five spaces for monsters five spaces for spells it that's reduced down to three Mm -hmm. and the idea is that you have uh 20 to 30 cards rather than the 40 to 50 that you would normally be allowed yeah um you're going through like you're supposed to be able to play this it should be like a five minute you know you shouldn't you shouldn't be passing more than like 12 turns max oh yeah and these things too oh yeah lots of lots of customer appreciation campaigns lots of stuff in that so it's it goes really fast and like you can play through it one of my favorite parts about the the dual links i'm just gonna say it against in case you're inspired to go download it uh, once you play through the first couple missions that it gives you, it unlocks the feature to auto-duel. So if you don't feel like uh, physically playing the duel with every NPC on the map, you can just click the auto-duel. It runs through the duel with the deck that you have built. It's more of a toy cost at that point where it's just like, did you win or did you lose? It depends on what that other deck had. Oh man! <laughs> I know. I feel like I'm sometimes constantly. I'm watching it and I'm like, "Why would you? Why would you play, play that, that card? card? I can't believe you!" <laughs> but it, it's nice because it's it at that point just kind of becomes a tapper game where I can just like, especially if I'm sitting at work, I can leave it running and I can just do that so that I can you know get all of the bonuses and unlock that. 
but like it never takes the game away from you. You mm-hmm. always get the opportunity to play, which is really nice. Um, I'm just gonna look at the oh, other you're gonna series. look at the other series. So okay. there's Yu-Gi-Oh. Oh, Yu-Gi-Oh GX. GX. Uh, the five dark, DS and the dark, dark side, side of, of dimensions. dimensions. Yeah. Those are the four so far. I th- yeah. There are probably more, but there is more. Uh, the other one is Zexel. Uh, certain types of card summonings you can't do like they you're you can do the fusions you can do the ritual monsters uh you can do the synchro monsters but then there's the pendulum summons that has not been introduced because of the reduced game system it doesn't actually let you do that sort of monster summoning which Mm -hmm. makes sense but also i don't even know how to fucking play those cards like we have a few cards we have a few of the pendulum monsters i have no idea how to fucking play them uh (laughs) so we're gonna do a investigation later to try to figure that out maybe we'll do maybe as a bonus we'll uh do a little we'll we'll do a video of us actually like playing a game i can use my new tripod yeah yeah yeah. okay uh should we talk about the physical card game yeah let's do it do you want to give a shout out to the store that we go to Sure, we go to, to get our cards, we go to the Shoebox... Shoebox Games. Shoebox Games, yeah. That's um, on McKnight? McKnight Boulevard, I yes. believe that's right. I can double check that, but we can also put it in the thing. We'll put it in the show notes if we yeah, want really sure. to find it. Uh, Shoebox is a card shop. Uh, basically, they sell all the card games that you can think of. And it's where we went. Uh, if you follow our social medias, you probably saw Camilla going through a bunch of cards. Uh, at was at yeah. Shoebox. Shoebox Games and Cafe. Uh, yeah, it is Boulevard. on McKnight Boulevard in Calgary. So if you're ever in Calgary uh, and you want to go get Pokemon cards or Yu-Gi-Oh cards or Magic the Gathering cards, uh, Shoebox is where we go. Maybe we'll run into you, but like it is... It is a great little place. It's a great little place. The the people that I the people that run the store we've never had a really a bad time going no, there. They're they're like, super nice. They're super nice. They're totally more than happy to go over things, explain card games, yep. card rules, those sort of things. It's very fun. And they've got like binders of like binders and cards, of cards in, in case you're trying to fill out a collection like, and they've got all this stuff out on display so if you're ever feeling like you want to like spend go two hours going through oh, their yeah. card boxes we just had to like well they have four card boxes yeah. and we spent all that time going through all the Yu-Gi-Oh cards and they're like what two bucks each or yeah. something ridiculous like it's so perfect like you can just and they they have tables so that you if you want to just play the game there you can play the game there they hold little tournaments and they have a cafe of their own, so they make like little sandwiches and sell drinks and stuff. And yeah. it's a pretty awesome little place. Like it's a it's it's pretty fun. I, I think the first time I heard of them was because they were at the uh, Crossroads Market uh, on Ogden Road. There, they were just like in that little area. And then I think they just decided that they just weren't making enough business there, so they decided to just stick with the the main. Place. Yeah, the main thing. But that's where I bought some of my Pokemon cards from yeah. them. Because yeah, they're great and they're reasonable. Right, they're they're super awesome, and you just have to go up and talk to them, and yeah, they're they're fantastic. They're great. People. We really like it there. Yeah. Uh, but yes, we <clears throat> went and we dug through some cards. Uh, like I said, I had a ton of my old cards from when I was first collecting them, uh, and so we went through the cards together. Uh, Kamala told me the type of cards that she likes and the deck that she would want. She's a big Seto Kaiba fanboy, I so am. she's all about, she's all about the blue eyes white dragons. Like my dragons. So uh, I built her a dragon themed deck. Yeah. Uh, and uh, after we built the deck, 
Uh, we played through it a couple times, made sure it was something that she liked. And then when we went to the store, she uh, dug through the card boxes and looked for the ones that she liked. Uh, then we... Especially playing the, the Duel Links game really kind of helped because yeah. I was able to see what the cards were. Because, if, like, not knowing from experience what the cards are, I don't know what I'm looking for and how what kind they play. Because, like, I got really into the dragon type and, the, like, the fiends and the yeah. beasts. Like, I really like them because, to be honest with you, <laughs> I like the idea of being all sweet and cute and gentle and everything, but I'm actually a fucking beast. <laughs> like, I want the most powerful fucking deck that's going to knock you on your ass and take you out. Like, I've just always been that way. I don't want to sit here and play. I want to kick your ass and be done and next. <laughs> uh, I recommend if you haven't played Yu-Gi-Oh! in a long time and this is inspiring you to do that, definitely download Duel Links oh, yeah, first. Totally. Like, if, you, if you're like oh, I think I'm going to try to get back into it. Start there to like remind you of the rules and stuff. It's not an exact one-to-one, because like I said, it is using the speed duel uh, rules, which is the new version of the game. Yeah. Uh, so start with that to try to remind yourself of how all the game, all the cards work together, and then get back into like the physical cards, because there are a lot of fucking rules, and speed duels won't even explain everything. Yeah, no. Because like... Camilla did not realize that there was a second main phase after you battle. You can play more cards. Yeah, but... no idea. Yeah, because I was just used to playing the duelings. Yeah, and then I'm just like, and don't watch the freaking see the game the cartoon and then play the game because it's piss totally you off. different. You're just like, that's not what. That's not do. even that that's card. That's not how you do that. What are you doing? <laughs> you can't do that. All right. Uh, okay. So tell yeah, yeah. Tell us about your deck. Well, I have dragons. And some nice beasties. Um, one of the cards that that the lovely, wonderful man of mine <laughs> bought me is the Black Rose Moonlight Dragon. Because I'm like, like I said, I'm really into the dragons. And I have a Black Rose Dragon and a Blue Rose Dragon in my Duel Links game as I'm playing Isseto Kaiba. And I'm like, I actually want them as physical cards. So we were at uh, Shoebox and they they had it in the case and he was so sweet and he bought it for me. So it was not I, that expensive. No, it wasn't super expensive, but it was still really sweet that he bought me a really nice card. It that is I can play. a synchro monster and we have not had a lot of experience playing synchros like in real life. So yeah. I'm not 100% on how... I'm not. But I can I'm still not, summon it, and can I still can summon still it. kick your ass. I'm just. I'm not sure that you have enough cards in that deck that Probably will not. allow you to do synchros. So no. we'll have to review it. And of course, I have the uh, thousand, the thousand dragon. Yes, the thousand year old dragon, <laughs> along with the time wizard. Time which wizard. Is what you put together when you want to like cause baby dragon and baby dragon. Yeah, got the baby dragon. Um, I got the maiden with the blue eyes. I got one of my other favorites, the spiked uh, shield with chain. It's one of my favorites in the Duel Links. Like, I like how you it use it. It is an incredibly good trap. It is a good trap card. It juices up your attack and also adds your full attack power to your defense yeah, points. Which, by like 500. It's which just sweet. destroys every single person. Got some soul exchange magic That card. was one of mine that I had originally. I uh, got the mountain card so that I can play really great... Um, like, I can boost, increase my attack and defense for, for my dragon dragons, types. Yeah. Uh, I got the White Stone of Legend. That's another, like, good one for my blue eyes. Blue eyes, yeah. I got the Scapegoat, which is really cute. 
And scapegoats are like zero zero monsters that you can summon for it. They're basically just to defend they're your uh, decoys in a sense. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're just to Very hold much. out. And of course, I like the pumpkin king because he's just really cool. King of ghosts. King of ghosts. Uh, I got this cool dot, cool guy here. Kaiser uh, seahorse. Yeah, seems pretty sweet. I got the shield and sword, the change of heart. <laughs> Uh, I got my Battle Ox. Okay, so oh. she loves this card. Uh, the Battle Ox is a Seto Kaiba like <laughs> standard monster, but uh, I guess uh, further into the series, they introduced the Enraged Battle Ox, yeah. which is just the Battle Ox, but Jake. angry. <laughs> no. uh, He's so good. It does uh, piercing damage, so also damages your opponent even if they're in defense mode. Mm. And then I got my uh, got blue, blue eyes. eyes. Yeah. got my blue eyes. I got uh, Dragon Treasure, uh, Monster Reborn. Which is just a classic everybody I needs. got a really cool Island Turtle. I got my other Battle Ox, the, uh, too. The normal Battle Ox. The normal Battle Ox. I love that one. Uh, soldier, Dragons. I got Dark uh, Castle of Dark Illusions. I got my Baby Dragon. I got some really, like, really good ones in here. Like Real fun, funsies. Yeah, I got the... Um, Polymerization is, for her fusion monsters. Yeah, for her fusion monsters. I got the Ninkin Dog. He's pretty cool. So a lot of her cards were basically... I, I, I put the cards aside and was like, just pick the ones that you <clears throat> like the most, and I'll try to build your deck around it. Yeah. But basically when she's like, I picked, I picked my favorites, it was... Cute, like two or three cute ones, and the rest were just like monsters. It's just, but ultimately, she's I like, I, I want a blue eyes deck, and I was like, okay, I could, I could build you a blue eyes deck. That's easy. Yeah, that's easy. So, what about yours, deck? Uh, I am not as big on the dragons. I mean, there are definitely a bunch of dragons that I like, but I'm more of a spellcaster, warriors, and fiends. Yeah. So, like, I'm not gonna go through all of them here. But, uh, yeah, my favorites are... I have the Black Luster Ritual for the Black mm, Luster Soldier because... That's a mean card. Yeah. Uh, I like the Summon Skull. Mm. I mean, a lot of these are going to be straight up. I Back when I was younger, I was literally trying to build Yugi's deck. Yeah. So, like, a lot of these cards that ended up being my favorite are because they were from the show and from the comic. And also, I've never had a deck that didn't have them in it. Yeah. So. Uh, the Black Luster Soldier, the Dark Magician, I love. Yep. Uh, I I like the Lava Battle Guard and the Swamp Battle Guard, but it's like they are the they are hard to get out in conjunction unless you're like building specifically to get them out. Are those ones you have to have summons for? Yeah, they're they're tribute summons. They're only a they're only a five star tribute summon, and, so and if you card. they're yeah they only need one card, so it's not hard. It's just unless you were aiming specifically to get them out then yeah. it's like there's no point in having them both out yeah. except they increase each other's attack by 500 points Holy so God. it's like they jump you got a from mean deck I do uh, the red eyes black dragon I mm. love uh, then there's the catapult turtle which was so hard to fucking track down back in the day but I really enjoy him too uh, the terrifying toddler of torment. <laughs> I love which that so much. Is great. <laughs> it's a great one. <laughs> uh, but then there's like the spell cards that are super good. You you like that uh, spike shield with chain one. Yeah. I like the enchanted javelin, uh, which is I get I get the life points that of whatever you attacked me with. Yeah. So you attack me with your three thousand point blue eyes white dragon. It's like. 
Nummy, nummy, nummy. Yeah. Thank you for the life points. And then I've got like the mirror wall and the swords of revealing light. You know the old, the old faithfuls. His deck is like the super defender. Like yeah, every I'm time a big I'm defense like, guy. I like to attack. I'm like, I like to hit you and hit you hard. Where his is just like. You can hit me all you want. Run up against gonna, the wall. Yeah, but but you're going to end up dead quicker than you actually are. Because Break just, yourself upon the wall right? of my defense. Yeah, right. It's uh, terrible. But I also... We've played a few rounds. We've played a few rounds. I also have the Flame Swordsman because Joey's a dork and I love him. Yeah. Uh, and that's his favorite card. But I also have the Black Skull Dragon, which yeah. is the fusion between Summon Skull and Red Eyes Black Dragon, which yes. as soon as I saw that on the show, I was like, just I like, oh, I got to find that fucking card. Yeah, that's so good. Uh, and recently I also built a deck for my younger sister yes. who was visiting and she uh, saw that we were building this on our Instagram and she's just like, oh, I want to play Yu-Gi-Oh! Because back in the day, you know, you didn't have really have, if you were lived in Nowheresville, there was two places you could play that you play at bowling night with a bunch of the other dorks who <laughs> go to the bowling alley to shoot pool, play bowling, and then play Yu-Gi-Oh for the rest of the night. Uh, I had a weird life. Yeah. Or you play you, or you play with your sisters. So uh, all of my sisters played Pokemon. All of my sisters played Yu-Gi-Oh. Uh, all of my sisters played Magic. So we, we were all like playing this together, but it's like if you're like me and you min-max the fuck out of your deck there's no way for them to beat you so they stop wanting to play (laughs) so that's the problem uh but yeah so i built her a deck and i my sister is very odd she is a she like whereas i leaned into the emo weeb thing that I used to be she really leaned into the Alberta girl like the good old boy country country, she's a little bit country I'm a little bit rock and roll yeah that's exactly Uh, it no joke she yeah yeah, she's 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 gone way into that and so I had told her there's no cowboy uh, cards in Yu-Gi-Oh so instead I built her a metalhead deck yeah so uh, because she she's big fashionista also a cowboy and also into death metal yes, so she is. Uh, i was like you know what i'm just gonna I, I built you a deck that looks like it could be a cannibal course corpse album cover Love and it. so that was like her her deck includes uh such things like dragon zombie and uh, Call of the Archfiend, and Coffin Cellar, and Grave Robber, and uh, Trial of Nightmare, and the 13th Grave, and Grave Protector, and Goblin King, <laughs> and Fear from the Dark, and it's Shadow Ghoul, and the Puppet Magic of Dark Ruler, and, uh, yeah, Chaos Necromancer. Basically, I, I really tried to be like... Does this look like it would be painted on uh, a van of a guy who's blaring meatloaf? Then yes. Yes, this is is good. uh, Would this be the deck that Alice Cooper would play? Yes, I think it would be. So yeah, (laughs) that's the deck that I built for her. And she's going to be coming visit us soon. And we're going to have a card game Game night. night. Oh, we're so excited. Play Yu-Gi-Oh! We're going to build her a Pokemon deck. We're going to play... Uh, the a bunch of our board games, so that'll be a fun little. That'll be good. Should I check uh, Twitter to see if yeah. anybody responded to our request for? And while you're doing that, I'm just gonna say. 
that not only when you play card games, but there are stuff that you can buy for your card games, like accessories, like a fancy deck box, which is what I have. Yes. And it is purple, and Josh's <laughs> is like a very pink. a pink one, and you can put stickers on that deck box. And it just reflects who you are. Exactly. It's beautiful. And then, not only that, you can get card protectors and all colors and stuff. So yeah. my cards for my Yu-Gi-Oh! have purple card protectors. That matched my box. I went for just a standard black. Yeah. But then I also have my Pokemon ones, and they have a cute card protector for that, too. What color did you pick for those? Oh, I got the the Team Skull Skull Graffiti Art. Yeah, mine has a Snuffle with a Pikachu. Yeah. So, I mean, like, the fun thing about this is, like, you don't just collect cards. That's a Beware, isn't it? It's a... Is it a Beware? I don't think that's a Snuffle. Oh, yeah, it's a Beware. Sorry. Yeah. (laughs) Um, uh, yeah, it's not just about collecting a card. It's about having fun with them. It's the fact that you can protect them with really cool protectors and you can put them in a really cool little box that they have their own little thing in. And it makes it more fun to be able to be like, hey, this is a part of my personality. This is part of my personality. This is who I am. So when you're like friends want to be like, hey, do you want to play? You're just like, hell yeah, I got my deck right here. And you've just got everything ready to go. You don't have to hunt for it or it's not just in a bag somewhere it's it's precious to you because it yeah. means so much and i also like the idea of having it in these deck boxes and having like those specific protectors for a specific deck so yeah. if you have like multiple decks it's like i'm gonna play with my red deck i'm gonna play with my blue deck yeah I'm gonna play with the deck that just has like uh a airbrushed naked lady on it like yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it's also like the this is part of my personality this is part of my interest this is that stuff but it's also like I'm hoping to reflect my personality and interest back into this thing. You know, yeah. it's like this Pokemon deck I built is because I love Pokemon and I want to play Pokemon. But also, I feel like you would get an idea of my personality by the cards that I'm playing and the way that I'm playing them. Same you know? thing with the, the Yu-Gi-Oh With the Yu-Gi-Oh ones. as well. Just, yeah. you, you play the ones that you feel good. Because when we went to go searching through the box... I found so many cards yeah. that I wanted when it came to those Yu-Gi-Ohs. I'm like, I would love to have this set, and I want this set, and I want this set. But also, but like, like, the decks, that we, the boxes we were going through, it's like, uh, buck a card, and we're yeah. just like, oh, shit, yeah, time it, to spend a lot of it's, money. It's tough. But then, like, Josh was saying, you know, pick out the ones you think would be with the deck right now. Yeah, because we, we can, can build always another deck build later. another deck. And I think I know, like... I think I know which ones I want to do next. Yeah. Like, I would really like to do, like, the trickster ones and the fairy type. Oh, I'm 100% going to do, like, I'm going to do a spellcaster deck. Yeah. And then I'm going to do a uh, warrior deck. Yeah. And that way I can, like, cross over. Because, like, there's specific warrior cards that I love. I love the Amazonists. And I love the... The, uh, the Dark Scorpion cards, yeah. and I love the, like, and for spellcasters, ca- I'm like, I really want to just do a full Dark Magician deck. Yeah. Like, yeah. Those are sweet. So I'm looking forward to keep going, and I think this is an interest that I, I think I we're going to really continue to share and enjoy. I mean, the difference here being Pokemon cards is a collection. We want to have the full set. We yes. want to be able to. And we to do have a reflect. start of a collection. We do have binders. Yeah, we have binders. We want to reflect that. But for Yu Gi Oh! is like, we want to collect this to play. play. Yeah. It is not, Yu-Gi-Oh I don't want play. one of every single card. Mm-hmm. I just want to collect enough to build these very interesting sets and yeah. play. Yeah, I just want to build decks. Yeah, when it, it comes like, to Yu-Gi-Oh, I want to build cool decks. I, I want to be able to, able to, to go it. through all of our decks and build like 30 different decks yeah. so that friends can come over and choose, be like, what what type of 
deck do you want to play? Do you want warriors? Do you want fiends? Do you want fairies? Do you want dragons? Yeah. And yeah. then they can pick, and then we can pick, and we can just play no matter who exactly. has an interest. I think exactly. that's going to be... I think that's a lot more fun, I, and I know that people do that with Magic the Gathering, where it's like, oh, I usually play swamps, and but I don't have my deck, and like, I we have friends who are like, they their thing is they buy a bunch of cards, build a bunch of decks, and so they have like a shelf full of various different decks from various different eras where they're like, come over, we'll play Magic, just pick what kind of deck that you like. Do you yeah, like and the, I think that's cool. Do you want mountains? Do you want swamps? Do you want ocean? Like, do you, do you play forests? And you pick yeah. that, and then they pick theirs, and then like you have a deck that you know was built carefully and with love because he has so much interest in it, but it's also like, these are... You're going to play... Basically, it's a way for him to play himself. You yeah. know, it's like, I built these decks. I want to know that I'm still... I still got the touch, you Yeah. Know? Plus, it makes it easy to know that no one's going to screw you around. If oh, deck, that's true. It's if like... If the deck's made already, they're not going to... They're not going to make you feel bad for losing or... You yeah, because uh, it's like... Playing, because you, you, hey, they hey, made hey. the deck to make it specifically so it could win. Yeah, it's, it's like... It's just, you got to play it specifically. You, it's a strategy game. It's like, no matter what... You win. If I beat you, you still win because your deck won. Exactly. But if you beat me, guess what? You beat yourself, motherfucker. Right. Uh, so let's. Uh, we're gonna wrap up here because we went a whole hour. You were afraid that we weren't gonna do it. Uh, at the beginning of the episode, I tweeted that we were starting uh, to record, and if you personally had something you wanted people to check out, to send me a tweet. And uh, as of right now. None of you did. Why Why are you so mean to me? <laughs> Please tell me what you want people to check out. So for now, uh, I think that our friends uh, listening, playing the home game, uh, they would like people to know how good Captain Crunch is. Ooh, Captain Crunch is good. Yeah. So uh, that's it. You guys at home, you all love Captain Crunch, and I hope you're proud of yourselves. Um... But if you did want to follow us on social media, you can find Kamala is on Instagram at NovaBerryBlue. And you can also find her Twitter at NovaBerries. And for me, I'm on Twitter, I'm at Scud. And on Instagram, you can find me at Ted.Scudsworth. So T E H dot Scudsworth or T H uh, Scud. Uh, T-H-S-C-U-D. You can also find our Patreon at patreon.com slash T-H-S-C-U-D or find us on uh, Facebook if you just search for Scudsworth. But ultimately, go to scudsworth.com. All of our content is there and it has a bunch of links to those places. Um, That is that. Uh, Please leave us a rating and review. It really does help. Uh, Our... It seems that our listenership is growing pretty steadily right now. We had another drop, but that usually happens this time of year anyway. So mm-hmm. uh, we appreciate you guys uh, doing that. I know a lot of people kind of start dropping off because we're going to start seeing a bunch of people doing their uh, pledge drives and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I know that places like uh, uh, Last Podcast Network is doing their pledge drive pretty soon. I know that uh, like Canada Land Network is doing their pledge drive. So I, I understand if now is not the time that you want to make a donation to our Patreon, but you know, keep that in mind. And if, uh, if you find value in what we do, give us, uh, give us a couple bucks or you can just share us with your friends because mm-hmm. that is the most important thing you can do right now. Everything? Did I yeah. miss anything? Okay. No. <clears throat> we good? Yeah, I think we're good. All that right. Was a good episode. Yeah, I I really oh, enjoyed spending time with you. Yeah, this was a very was nice fun date. Talking to about you. Cards. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah.
Love you. Love you. Uh, oh, we just have to remind people that you're allowed to like what you want to like, and I feel like that was kind of the theme for this episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, you should really go back, uh, maybe look back at things you liked as a kid, and see if uh, if it still resonates with you now. Because I I feel like that's something that we're missing lately. Just go back, find out if you still like uh, Ren and Stimpy or whatever it is that you, <laughs> you used to like. <laughs> uh, so yeah, like what you want to like, however you want to like it, and however much you want to like it. And of course, if you don't like something, just get out of people's way because... Yeah, be kind. Be, be kind. Yeah. Be, just be kind. Yeah, don't be a jerk. Just like what kind. you want to like. If you don't like it, that's good too. Just be kind. Just remember, you're a cool kid too, in your own way. Yeah. And you know what? You can move out, get your own apartment, and then suddenly, you're the most popular motherfucker in that apartment. Exactly! That's what happened with us. Woo! We're talking to the, the, the prom cool. king and yeah, queen. Yeah, we're the, we're the coolest kids here. Yeah, until we invite, you know, Jules over, and then it's like, like, oh Jules no, you're the cool, you're the cool yeah. person. <laughs> oh no, suddenly when you're When the other cool. friends come over, yeah. they're way cooler than it's... we are. <laughs> We're gonna have to... Hey, well, thank right, you bye, so we love you. Love bye. You. This is Josh. I do a podcast with my friends June. Hello. And Haley. Hey. And we would like you to come listen to it. It is called Everything is the Worst, which everything is. And we talk about weird news articles that uh, we find on the internet from time to time. Uh, like June might come up with an article like... Um, there was that time the birds were stealing fish from the, uh, the local restaurant. Yeah, I, I enjoy weird bird articles for some reason. Or Haley might bring an article like... The uh, group of people that was a hoax that were planning to raid Area 51. Or we might have a visit from the ever-terrifying Florida Man. So if you like hearing the weird stuff that happens in the world uh, and you're too lazy to look on the internet yourself, uh, come listen to Everything is the Worst. It is a podcast on the internet. You can find it at scudsworth.com. Uh, or on iTunes if you just search for Everything is the Worst and uh, allow us to play you out.